Alrighty, my friends, welcome back to another episode of the Small Moments Big Shifts podcast. My name is Pedro Luna. I am the host of this show, and I'm so grateful that you're back here listening to this episode. It is a follow-up to our previous episode um, on a year-defining goal. And um, this past weekend was my year-defining goal where I was uh, working to accomplish a completion of an international distance triathlon, and I'm going to share with you all about it here on this episode. Before we dive into the episode, I just wanted to thank every single person that sent me um, kind words of encouragement, um, heartfelt messages, and uh, they really inspired me along the way during race week and also um, after the race and, and, and all of that. So thank you to everybody out there that, that took the time to send me a message uh, or to write a comment or anything at all. I really, really appreciate that. If this is your first time listening to the Small Moments Big Shifts podcast, welcome into the community. Here we share uh, about small moments in our life that maybe seemed insignificant, uh, but they could significantly alter the course of our life, and also inspiration to live your life to the fullest every day. So with that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Here we go. Um, pause for a brief commercial break. do 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 Okay, I was just making that up. There's no pause or anything. There's nothing happening here. Here we go. Let's go into the episode. So we race week, right? So race week was great. I, I recorded that episode like last Monday, like right before race week started. And I'm recording this episode on the Monday following the race, uh, Monday morning on November 15th. And the race was awesome. So here's how it went. So Saturday we go to uh, the race. You have to go race packet pickup. You arrive. And you, um, like you have to, re you know, you already registered, but you have to go pick up all your gear. So if you're a triathlete or a marathon runner or a race runner, like, you know what this is. If you don't know what that's like, you show up to basically the race course or wherever they have the packet pickup and you, you just arrive. And, um, here it was at a, they had a nice expo set up at the course. And so they had a bunch of vendors and you could check out, uh, little parts of the course, um, if you wanted to. And, um, so I go down there with my friend Dane who we're doing the race together and we meet up with my other friend, Stacy, who is also doing the race, but staying on property down there in, um, at the campground. And so, so Dane and I drive down there and we get there and we go out, we get our packet and we listen to them talk about uh, just some little race tips. They give some, you know, pre-race info and they're giving out some race tips and then, uh, so that's, that gets completed and I'm like, all right, we're feeling good. You know, we get there, it's the day before the race, you know, a lot of good energy. And, um, so we walk over to the lake where the swim is. Okay. So this is an international distance triathlon. And for this one, the swim is 0.6 miles for reference. That's like, um, you know, just over a half mile. It's a thousand meters in a pool. So if you were at LA fitness, that's swimming down and back 20 times. So down and back one. If you do that 20 times, you get to a thousand meters. So that's how long this swim was. And so we walk out to this lake, me, Dane, and Stacy. You walk out to this lake, and they have the buoys out in the lake. And the buoys are where you have to you swim around the buoys um for the race. You know, you get out at this beach and then you swim to this little triangle looking buoy, this pyramid, this green pyramid. You hang a left, and then you you swim around these buoys. And so we walk up to the lake. And Dane had sent y'all brace yourself. So Dane had sent me a video of him going to this lake like a month ago. And these people are like, yeah, you're just going to swim out to this buoy and then go over. And uh, that's the swim. You just swim out one to one buoy and turn right. And then you get out of the water. We get there 
And these buoys, y'all, these buoys are basically in Naples. These buoys are ba- basically in Naples from Miami. Basically that. And I, I'm like, Dane, you sent me a video and you told me that it was going to be over here. And he's, and he's like, oh, shit. Like, we have to go all the way over there and then up and then all the way back. And I said, yeah, that's what, that's what this appears to be. This is not what you said. But in my mind, and so he's like, he's freaking out. <laughs> he's like, I'm underprepared. I'm underprepared. And in my head, uh, and Stacy's like, this is, you know, Stacy had just completed a half Ironman. And so it was double the distance on the swim. And she says, I just swam twice as much as this on my half Ironman, but this looks a lot bigger. So in my mind, you know, there's all these like mind games start, you know, you start playing all these games with yourself. And and I just reminded myself, like, look, it's a 0.6 mile swim. It's still that thousand meters. It's still the 20 laps at LA fitness. It's just the 20 laps at LA fitness. It just looks so, it looks significantly different in this lake with these giant buoys and all of these alligator signs that say, do not enter, no swimming, alligators may be present. Okay. So all of those, all of that hits in, all of it hits in. And I'm like, okay, so we, we take a couple of pictures and I'm like, well, shoot, like whatever. I'm all right. I'm here. I'm ready for tomorrow. Like tomorrow's race day. I'll be ready for it. And, uh, so you go, you know, so whatever. So it was fine. It was fun. You know, Dayton and I had a bunch of laughs about it on the way home. And, um, and so, uh, so we get to race day, we get to the, you know, we go, we get everything prepared the night before race day, wake up, we drive down there early. There's a beautiful sunrise, beautiful sunrise. Sabrina drives us down there. Um, and we, we get down there and, uh, get down there about six 30, six 30 is when we could check into transition and bring our bikes in and load it up. So we get there about six 30 and a lot of good energy. There was also a half Ironman race happening um, simultaneously. So the half Ironman started about an hour, hour and a half before the international distance race. So these athletes, um, had already, you know, were starting kind of when we were getting set up and, uh, some of them had come out of the water from their swim, which was double the distance as us. And, uh, you know, just seeing some really good athletes, you know, just really a lot of people and just like energy was, it was amazing. So we get down, my start time is eight Oh six. And so we get down to the beach and I'm like, man, okay, I've worked all year. I've worked all year to get here. And all these stories came up, you know, in my mind, not, you know, race day, not as much, but leading up in race week, even a couple, you know, a couple weeks prior to race week, like all these, like they would pop up in blips and it'd be like, Hey, remember that one time that that this happened and like, you didn't feel good or Hey, remember this, uh, you know, uh, that running is hard. (laughs) Hey, remember that, uh, this is going to be a long race and like these little doubt demons and these, they creep in here and there, you know, and I kept just popping those balloons, like just like with arrows, like unnecessary, don't need that, you know, just just shedding the weight of the doubt. And, uh, you know, when you get to the race day, you know, you show up, everything's set up, you you're clipped in, you got your goggles, you get ready for the, the swim, you know, get out to the beach with my friends, you get in the water a little bit, get some energy going. And I look at my watch and it's like, 804. And Stacy's like, what time are you going? I'm like, uh, we started like 80, uh, 806. And she's like, well, you better walk over there. You know, we're not far. We're just like, I'm in the water. And so they're like, all right, pink caps. I had a swim cap. Like anybody with a pink swim cap age, you know, 34 to, or 35 to 39, like you're on deck, you're up, you're next. 
And that was it, y'all. So I, I walk up there, and you walk up to the guy. He, it's a time – the way they started it, you walk up. This guy's like an iPad, basically. And uh, he's like, what's your number? I'm like, uh, you know, so everyone's giving him his number. Like, all right. He's like, you, you tell him your number, and he says, go. And then you just run in the water. I'm like, all right, 592. Enter. Go. And you just run in. And in that moment, in the moment of running into the water, I was like overcome with emotion – like almost like I wanted to cry in that moment. I felt that way. Like, holy shit, I made it here. I earned the right to be in this water with all these athletes, and I made it here. I made it here from knowing nothing. You know, I knew it. I mean, I ran, a, like I said before in the previous episode, if you haven't listened, you can go back and check out the pre-race week. But, um, you know, I had only run a handful of times uh, in my life, I had done a couple run things, nothing crazy, um, you know, nothing like long distance wise. I'd never done anything that was going to be this amount of time for endurance ever. And um, and I just get in the water, I had this emotion, you know, and you, you try to just find the calm in the water because you don't you don't want to burn yourself out. You want to blow yourself out in the first, you know, little bit in the in the swim. So just trying to stay calm in the water. And it takes a moment to get settled, just like in anything, right? You just kind of settle in. You know, if you were to set, you know, sit down and do a meditation, it takes a few moments to drop in and just arrive, right? So I was just trying to arrive to the water. And so I get my first, like, you know, few strokes in, and I realize, like, shit, I did not set my watch. I wanted to set my watch for my swim time. I didn't, you know, granted, there's they, they give you, like, an ankle bracelet that tracks all your stuff throughout the thing. But I wanted to have it for my own personal thing on my Strava and my Garmin, whatever, my Garmin app. And I forgot to do it. So I'm like 20 seconds into the water, maybe less, 10 seconds in. And I'm like, shoot, I didn't hit my watch. But I didn't even like have it where I could just push the button. Like I hadn't even like got to the app and like push nothing. So for some reason, I grab my watch and I'm going to do something. I pop my head out of the water. And anybody that's ever been to a race, you know, in the first like minute of that race, there's people swimming all over you. And uh, someone splashes right next to me and I pop my head out of the water and I just take a giant gulp of like, alligator lake water like a giant belly full and i was like you know and i'm like my watch i was like forget the watch abort watch mission i'm i'm a i'm a, I'm a belly full of alligator water deep and uh, I, I have to just swim i have to swim now <laughs> and so i just you know kind of settle in i'm starting to swim i get around the first buoy to the left and my mantra was like just get buoy to buoy there was i think six buoys in the water i was like just get to the first buoy hang your left and you go all the way out and kind of you go against the current going out. And so just go out and just get settled in. So I'm just swimming. You know, I got my stroke going on. I have my, you know, keep my, you know, my things I tell myself in the pool, you know, like keep your hips up, kick your feet, reach with your arms, you know, steady breath, all these different things, you know. Uh, and then there's some, you know, some mantras coming up, like some things I had been feeling as motivational throughout my entire year that just kind of live with me. Like, you know, mantras like, um, you know, I never quit. I earned the right to be here. I deserve to be in this water. Um, nobody is coming to help you. Nobody, no one. It you're, it's you and you. And, um, and those things just inspire me to go, you know, you know, people are swimming by me and I didn't pass anybody in the water. I wasn't the slowest. I was in the middle of the pack for my age group on the swim. Um, but I just, I just did my own thing. You know, I'm just going, I get it. And so I get to the second buoy feeling all right. I get to the third buoy, which is the furthest buoy away, furthest one. 
And um, once I got there, I felt like I was calm. I was like, okay, I got a wave of calm. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. You make a right turn. You go up to the, a, a buoy that's like a little parallel to that one. And then you hang another right, and that's the home stretch. You hang another right, so I'm at buoy number four now. And then I got two to go, and it's the full length of the lake. But I'm, you know, you're just past the halfway mark. But now you have the current behind you. Um, it's not a big current. You're in a lake, but it's definitely something. And I just felt this confident, and I'm just like, just going. And the lake is crystal clear, so that was pretty cool. It, you know, there was sunlight coming in. You could see down towards. I didn't see the bottom of the lake. I don't know how far it was down, but you could see some like plant life and stuff. And it was just awesome. And so I just finished up. You know, I took a few along the way. I had like three more gulps of alligator water. Um, just so you know, and that's wasn't fun, but it is part of the journey. And, uh, you know, there's no wall in the lake, like at LA fitness, you swim to the wall, 25 meters down, then you turn around and go back. There's no wall here. You just, you got to keep going. And so I get to the end of the lake, end of the lake, I get out of the chute, uh, which is like, you know, the, you, you get out of the water and you, you know, you run up the, the, the little hill with the, the chute, you know, there's like a little archway and, and. And Summer, my, my wife Summer was there. You know, my wife, you know who Summer is. Summer was there. And my kids were there. And I wasn't sure if they were going to be there at this time because there was some traffic on the way in. And there was like, they had to get rerouted and all this stuff. But they, I didn't know. But when I came out of the water, I could hear Mateo uh, you know, say, hey, Dada. And, you know, Miranda screaming, Michael screaming, and, and Summer videoing the other uh, thing and, you know, screaming. And I could see all of them, you know. It was, it was really cool. Really, really cool. And so, you know, you run into transition, you get on your bike and you're like, okay, I got to go um, quick. You know, and Michael's running. I could see Michael running on the side of transition looking for me. I'm like, Michael, you know, and they had this sign. They had this amazing sign that they made for me. It said, world's, uh, world's best triathlete dad um, and dad. And it said, we never quit. And that's like a mantra that we've had with our family this whole year is we never quit. And, um, it was great to see that in that moment, you know. So we get on the bike and we get out there and uh, the bike is, the bike for me, I didn't really, I, I just feel good. I, I like the bike. I enjoy it. And so I just got on the bike and I just went, you know, and I had a good wind going out and then uh, you went into the wind a little bit on the way in and I rode it solid, uh, real solid. And I, I felt comfortable on it. I felt good. And it was fun. Once you get out of the water for me, I was like, okay, a little bit ease. You know, the bike is my part where I just like go. I don't got to think about a lot. I just got to keep with my breath and just move my feet and just go, just go. And so that was great. You know, that was, uh, you know, the bike was 21 miles. So the swim was 0.6 miles. The bike was 21. So get down the bike, do that, come back. And then it's the run and it's, it's run time. And this run is a 10 K at the end, 6.2 miles at the end. And uh, get in, get through transition. You know, my family's there again, screaming, cheering, and it was awesome. You know, I was getting my shoes on, and my, um, you know, Summer was there, you know, waiting for me because she didn't know when I was going to get back, and so she was waiting for me. It was really great to see, you know, see her again as I'm throwing my shoes on. And there, you know, they're cheering. Other people are cheering, and then um, I hear Mateo on the playground screaming from the playground, like off in the distance, because he he noticed it was me, and uh, that was that was really cool. So I run out and I have uh, 6.2 miles to go. The first mile of uh, one of these races, once you're on your feet for the first mile, like you go fast on the bike. I rode at like a 18 hour, 18 mile an hour pace, 17.9. And I got back 
uh, and like, I'm starting to run and, and like your feet are just moving fast because you just got off a fast bike and your adrenaline is going. And, um, I remember the race coach saying like, just go, like, try to slow it down a bit than you normally would. Cause you're going to want to sprint, you know? And so I just eased into it the first mile. And then, um, and then my friend Dane caught up to me, you know, and he started two minutes after me and he caught me on the run. I thought he'd catch me on the bike. Um, I knew I was going to beat him in the water and I, I, he's really fast biker. And, um, you know, my three goals for the, for the, for this race was like finish, you know, remember, get to the start line as healthy as possible, finish as strong as possible. And if I beat Dane, but cherry on, you know, just for fun, that'd be cool. Um, and so when he caught me in the, on the race, I heard him screaming like way behind me. I heard him when I was running and I thought, I thought I heard him and I wasn't sure. And then like, two minutes later or a minute and a half later or something. I heard him again, a uh, closer though. I knew it was him. And, uh, and so we ran together for like a mile and, uh, he was, he was just faster in the shoes. And I was like, just go, you know, I'll, I'll catch you at the end. We got a couple pictures with the photographer together and it was cool. Cause we had trained all year together. So being able to do something like this with a friend or a colleague, um, you know, it, it, it really changes a lot. It, it really is helpful. Um, my number one accountability partner is myself. And there were many times where I just trained alone, but it's nice to have friends sometimes also that, uh, that train too. So that was really cool. And, uh, you know, he, he did end up finishing before me, but we'll get there in a moment. So, you know, we go, you have to, it's two loops on the run. So you have to run a 5k and then you basically get back to the start line and you got to do one more 5k. So you got to do it twice, 3.1 miles. And, I did the first loop. I felt pretty good. And then the second loop going again and about mile four, that mile four to five was a little rough. I walked the hand a couple of times and I'm like, you just got to get, is this over yet? <laughs> is it over? But it wasn't, you know, and I knew I was going to finish like no doubt. You know, I just had to, you just gotta, you just gotta get, keep moving forward, you know, constant forward motion. That's the key. Constant forward motion. And that goes with anything in life, really, I, I feel like, um, not just endurance racing, endurance sports, but I've noticed that in my business life and my family life, you know, constant forward motion. Um, and it doesn't have to be aggressive or fast, but it's just like, we're, we're always forward thinking, you know, we're always moving our feet in the, in the direction that we want to be going. Now, granted, there are sometimes there are setbacks and things like that, that happens, but the intention is constant forward motion. And so once I got to the fifth mile, uh, you know, there's one mile, 1.2 miles left and I had my watch and my pacing was like, you know, right where I figured it a little, you know, right where I figured it would kind of be, I was trying to run like 11, you know, between 11 minute, 11, 30 second miles. Like that's, you know, that's like kind of my standard pace. I used to be a little bit faster, but I just don't really like running that much. <laughs> I'm just not a huge fan of it. And, uh, and that's okay. Like I enjoy the bike a lot. The swim was, I like swimming too. The running, I'm like, I don't know, like just wipes me out. And so in any event, you get to mile five and this is the, the course you run. It's, they didn't, I didn't know this. It's a lot of, it's like basically a trail run. And so I had never really done trail running uh, like, like ever. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever done trail running. And so this was like five miles of trail running and like 1.2 miles of pavement running. And so when I was doing the trail running parts, there's like all these rocks and these coral rocks. And I actually clipped a coral rock and they're like, and they told us on race, like, pick up your feet, pick up your feet. Uh, cause you don't want to trip. 
and I actually clipped my foot at mile 5.5. I looked at my watch after. It was like mile 5.5. I clipped my front of my left foot on a coral rock, and I, I did a front flip. I literally did a barrel roll and a front flip. And thankfully, there was no coral rock in front of that coral rock. It was just like gravel trail because that coral rock is hard and nasty. But I just sprung back up. Nothing really hurt. And I just carried on with my life. And um, I was just so grateful in that moment that I didn't really get injured because that would have sucked, especially that close to the finish line. Um, but I, I made it, you know. So the last, uh, you get towards the shoot, towards the end, I knew the finish line was coming up. There was a guy running next to me. Uh, his name was Asher. He was, uh, he's like, I just got, I know, he's like, I gotta get this, I gotta get this done. You're like, we could do it, man. You know, it was really cool. And he had walked a few times. I had seen him, and I was walking a few times. And it was nice to find someone out there that you could encourage along the way. And then Dane was actually waiting for me at the final finish line. I thought he, he, I thought he had finished and then came back and waited for me so we could finish together. But he didn't. He actually got to the end where you can either go left to do another loop or go straight to finish, you know, and it's like not very far to the finish from there. It's like, I don't know, 50 yards, not even. And he's just standing there cheering me on, cheering me on, you know, and the, all the kids, everybody's there, you know, a lot of people are cheering you on. And he, uh, he waited for me. And so we finished the race together, which was really, really cool. Uh, that we finished together. We have matching outfits too. So it was twinsies. And so, but we finished together and that was, that was super fun um, that we were able to do that really, really cool. And so I'm really grateful for that whole experience. Let me that finish line. And when I crossed that finish line, it was like, I, I had worked so hard to get here. My goal was to finish uh, my other goal. Um, the, I guess my fourth goal, it was just to finish under three hours was my goal. And I finished in two hours and 54 minutes. So I was, I was at right at my goal pace. You know, I did it. I did the thing and it's not easy along the way there's things that come up i barrel rolled at mile 5.5 you know <laughs> anything could have that could have, that could have been bad real bad you know along the way your nutrition your hydration your mindset all of these things come up not just you know in life but when you put yourself out there i mean all the way out there i was way out of my comfort zone when i put that thing on my <laughs> i remember i literally remember writing it on the calendar international distance triathlon and I had picked a different race, but I ended up doing this one just because, I mean, I put this on the calendar in January of 2021. And so um, the other race was going to be in December and I moved, I picked this Miami one instead. And it was when I put it on the calendar originally, I just wrote it down and like put it on the dates. I was like, how, I don't know shit about shit. I don't know anything. But if you have the commitment and the mindset that I'm going to figure it out. You'll figure it out. And it's the, the most important thing is to know that you're, that you're not going to quit and that you're going to do whatever it takes to get yourself to that position in that position to do whatever it is that you said you're going to do. This was my goal for 2021 and whatever my goal is for 2022, which I don't have yet. I'm going to give it the same intensity and effort the entire duration of the time. Now, picking a goal that's 10 and a half months away or 11 months out, that's a really, there's two ways to look at it. It's a really long time that I have to, you know, until I'm going to get there. And a lot of shit can happen along the way um, that can deter me from that goal. 
or the other uh, the other part of it is like I have all this time to get it right, you know, and it's all about perspective. Like life is about perspective, and how we approach how we do one thing is how we do everything. And I really do live by that motto. How we the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. I've recorded a podcast about that here on the Small Moments Big Shift Show. I don't know which number it is, or else I'd tell you to go find it. But you cannot search back through the index. And that was a really good one. And and that really applied here to this training that applied to race day that applied to the completion of the race. And it was that I never quit. I was fully prepared as best as I could. And I left it all out there. I didn't hold anything back. Nothing. Like, why am I going to leave anything in the tank for what, you know, this is, I work so hard for this. So I'm going to give everything I have to this. And it was super, it was super incredible. So that's the story of race day. Um, today is post race day. I'm feeling pretty good. I don't feel really anything from that fall that I had. Uh, I mean, my whole body is sore cause I literally left every, I left it all out there, which was, that was the whole point. And I would say that, um, you know, it was, it was a year defining moment for not just for me, but also for my, uh, my family, you know, having my family there on race day and everybody being there cheering around, like that was so, so special to be able to do it in front of them and alongside of them. Um, it shows that your children, you know, your kids that, Hey, there is, um, there's something to be said for, for creating these year defining goals and these moments in life that are challenging to you and over, you know, and going through them and, and crushing them, you know, crushing the goals. And so now I'm working on like, you know, for 2022 is like, we're going to have, um, individual goals for each kid, like one goal, one year defining goal that you want to have, you know? Um, we're going to, we're each going to have one a hundred percent. Um, we have a family goal this year that we're working on. We've had two, actually, we did one in May and then we have one coming up. Uh, that's, it was a year, a whole year long. And that's our 100 park challenge where we're going to 100 different parks in the year of 2021. Um, and, uh, we're at 86 parks here on November 15th. So we got 14 to go and we got six weeks. So. It, that's again, just pacing it all out. And it's all about pacing, strategizing, and then recognizing that no matter what, we're doing this. No matter what, we're getting it done. And if you have that mindset, if you have that commitment, there's no doubt that it's going to happen. And when the, if you do have a doubt, the doubt demon comes in, just take your arrow and pop the bubble and carry on. Don't let that create stories or be the story or be a reason why you didn't accomplish something. Go back into your well, into your cookie jar. I didn't really have to go into the cookie jar with this race that I don't think I did. I mean, on race day prior to though, like a couple days before, you know, when you're having that race day anxiety coming up, there's, you know, energies in the air. And it's like, well, wait a minute, I can do, if I did this before, if I went through this hard, challenging time before, or I did this hard endurance sport, or I created a business from nothing, from a thought on a piece of paper on a napkin, I can do this race. You know, if I've gone through grief, anxiety, depression, panic, all these, these hard times, these hard things, if I've done this before, then I can do this next thing, right? Life, life today prepares you for life tomorrow. Remembering tomorrow, right? Life 
as we know it, at all the things that we've done in our life, everything, the culmination of everything has led us to this point, which is preparing us for the next moment. And I firmly believe that. So it was a great race. It was an amazing time. And I hope that this inspires you to create a year-defining goal for 2022. If you had one for 2021 and it's not completed yet, well, maybe this is the invitation to complete it, right? So until next time, my friends, I think that's all for today's episode of the show. If um, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe, follow it, share it with a friend. If you have somebody that's into endurance sports or looking to get into endurance sports, uh, please share this episode with them. And um, I appreciate all of you. Once again, I appreciate you listening. If you've gotten this far, I really appreciate you tuning in uh, to all of the, these episodes or this one specifically. And I'm looking forward to to what's next. You know, what is next? Mm, I'll share with you soon. I got something in store for 2021. I don't have a year-defining goal for 2022, but I got one more thing for 2021 I'm working on, and I'll share it with you soon. Uh, Sending you lots of love out there, listeners, friends, family. Appreciate you. Peace. Peace, peace.